We're in I Wisconsin. Know. We're in Los Angeles. We're in San Diego mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like vacation. I know. It feels so great to be with a big backyard. Like I'm already a little red in the cheeks, oh, which ooh, is fine little, by me. I'm a little pink. <laughs> so great. I Things know. are going great. Same. How are you doing? Literally the same. Good. Yeah. I mean, we have the same life yeah. now, so <laughs> absolutely, literally the same. I know. What did we? We've been eating well. Oh, We've been God, watching good things. Mm-hmm. We've been in the sun. Been stuck in traffic. We've been listening to <laughs> the Moonstruck. Yes. The Moonstruck over and over. album, the Moulin Rouge album. Oh yes, that, full of bangers. I that know. one. <laughs> Truly, I mean, Ewan McGregor. Talent. He can belt it. I know. Beautiful face, beautiful voice, <laughs> beautiful human being. <laughs> All right. So another topical. Should I just dive right into it? I guess? Please. Yeah. Okay. So this week, you know, I actually was going to do something else, but I feel like, you know, maybe I should start paying attention to things that are going on, you know, current events. <laughs> And you do. we, you know, keep seeing images of Lady Gaga as Gaga Patricia Rajani filming in beautiful Lake Como. So mm, I'm yes. like, I am not familiar with this story. So we're going to go to Italy and talk about Buongiorno. the house of Gucci and the murder of Maurizio Gucci. Yes. Okay. Which I, like you... Had no, no idea anything clue. about. I did. I did not know there was. Like what a was there? Murder, murder in Gucci family. I didn't even know it. Me neither. Nothing. So now, by the time that movie comes out, we'll be fully knowledgeable. Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting forever for it. Yeah, I know. But good. This is perfect. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you picked it. It's very yes, yeah. topical, as you said. It's very exciting. Like I said, Lady Gaga is in it. Adam Driver, uh, Jared Leto, Al Pacino. Oh, Jared Leto. Oh, yes. my God. Okay, Al. Yeah. Yes. It just looks like fun glamour, but unfortunately, it's the true story of murder, family intrigue, and betrayal. Ooh. Okay. Let's not forget millions and possibly billions at stake here. Okay. Yeah. So I do want to talk about the history of Gucci, the Great. house of Gucci. Okay. Great. Gucci is a luxury fashion house founded in 1921 in Florence by Guccio Gucci. His name Guccio. His, his first Gucci. name was Guccio. I'm not I mean, he had to do something with that name. That's he had name. to make something. I know. <laughs> so he was actually poor and left Florence for Paris, and then eventually settled in. London in 1897 to work at mm. the Savoy Hotel Luxury. Oh, high-end. yes. Yeah, it was Hotel. calling him. Mm-hmm. He liked the finer things. Yes. So while he was working as a bellhop there, he, you know, took note of the luggage and mm. the fashion, the fabrics, the okay. traveling conditions, all mm. those things. Yes. And then he worked four years after that 
at a European rail company that specialized in upscale travel leisure. And so he just became more enamored with travel and everything that went with it. And then he worked at a fine luggage manufacturer in Italy after World Mm. War I. So then in 1921, Guccio Gucci bought his own shop on 7 Via della Vigna Nuova in Florence. Mm. And okay. it was called Azienda Individuale Guccio Gucci, where he sold imported leather luggage. Great. For someone born into poverty to eventually mm-hmm. have their own business and yeah. to have traveled already, totally. that's amazing. I know. So then eventually he opened like a small workshop and here we go. The yes. artisans of Italy making leather goods. Small. He started oh, yep. with small leather goods mm-hmm. because in Florence, there's a lot of beef, you know. Yes. Okay. Picture that. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of leather available. Okay. Eventually, he grew the artisan workshop to have 60 artisans. So, like, that's pretty big back then. Huge. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then in 1935, so, okay, I'll get into political things, whatever. So um, <laughs> Mussolini invaded Ethiopia. And basically imposed a trade embargo on Italy. So then leather became scarce. It just, whatever. It just happened. They couldn't get leather. Okay. Even though, you know, they're in Florence. Okay. So that affected their business. So Gucci had to, you know, be like, what can we do? Yeah. And they introduced some products with raffia, wicker, wood, linen, and jute. Oh. And this is when, like in 1935, they created the rambi motif, which is the Gucci, the G. The G's. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. G. Wow, that's G-G old. G means Gucci Gucci. So that's why oh. there's two G's. Okay, I yeah. never have thought about Me it. Me neither. Wow. Didn't have a second thought of that. This is so cool. Yeah. I love it already. And then in 1937, Gucci launched they're handbags. Uh, so let's go. <laughs> so Guccio's <laughs> wife and children, they all worked in the shop. Okay, so it's like this family production, mm-hmm. all right? So okay. Aldo is the oldest son and he like loved working at Gucci. Gucci was his oh. life. Okay. Oh, that's um, cute. I watched this documentary on the Gucci family and he says, "I'm the motor." But you can't move the motor without the other pieces. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Passion for Gucci. Yeah. Okay? Ugh, Aldo. Great. And then Aldo convinced his father to get a shop in Rome, you know. Okay. Money, you know. Let's keep Here this go. going. Let's, you know, I'm the motor. Let's move yes. this along. Exactly. And in 1938, they launched like Gucci accessories like gloves, belts, wallets keychains okay and then yes during world war ii they were they were able to keep producing things because they worked on making boots for the italian infantry so that's how oh. they stayed open and stayed oh my god gucci boots for the infantry <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> it's like funny to think about now because i know <laughs> luxury i know but they were probably so nice they were probably the boots yes. that you wanted to have yeah yeah so they made it past world war ii and after the war, Guccio Gucci distributed the shares of the company to his three sons, Aldo, Vasco, and Rodolfo. Okay, so Aldo and Rodolfo are the ones that who we'll keep talk it about going. Here. Oh, they, okay. They all kind of work in it, but like the two, Aldo and Rodolfo, note, remember these. Got it. Two. Okay. 
1947, this is purely selfish that I'm telling you this, Gucci <laughs> launched the bamboo bag, which yes. is my, would be my first luxury bag purchase. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, it's so cute. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Like a 1960s Gucci bamboo bag in like a butter oh. yellow. That's what I mm-hmm. want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gucci? If you're listening. I'm, we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alessandro Michele? Harry Styles. Oh. You know. Harry Styles. Okay. Yep. So. Hook it up. <laughs> so, and then the brand launched its first global tagline, which is so funny to me. Like, why would a luxury brand need a tagline? Yeah. And yeah. it says, quality is remembered long after the price is forgotten. That's true. So, you know, quality Someday first. that'll be me. Yeah. You know, I'll be saying that. No looking at a price tag anymore. That's ideal. Mm-mm. And then, so like the Gucci loafer, so it's like a moccasin, basically. Yes. Okay. Was introduced in 1952. And Love the it. following year, Gucci o Gucci died in Milan okay. in 1953. Mm-hmm. And in 1953 is also when Gucci opened its first store on Fifth Avenue in New York. Oh, okay. So and they made it for yeah, sure and now. Yeah, did so well in the U.S. It was almost like a separate business eventually. Wow. And because it did so well, <laughs> JFK called Aldo Gucci because he was head of Gucci after Gucci Gucci died. Mm-hmm. The first Italian ambassador to the United States. Just because of Gucci. <laughs> oh my God. Just because yeah. it did well. <laughs> Cute. Right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Here we go with family feuds. All right. Uh-oh. Okay. okay. So in 1969, so right, I said Aldo and Rodolfo, the sons of Gucci Gucci. Yes. Okay. So Giorgio is the son of Aldo, right? And he had sparked the first feud by launching Gucci Boutique on his own. Naughty. Oh, so just using, using his Gucci name. name. Yes, using oh. his name, but it's, you know, Gucci is like a brand now. Yeah. And, you know, Mm-mm. they eventually reabsorbed that boutique in 1972. But, like, this is the first, like, faction. Why can't you just continue the family business from your dad, Giorgio? I don't know. I think he didn't want to be under his dad, Aldo, because his dad is, like, so involved. He's the motor, right? Yeah. In the shadow of your dad, he just wants his own path. That's what mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Okay. Maurizio, who's the son of Rodolfo. Okay. Got it. Maurizio is the grandson of Guccio. Okay. So Maurizio goes to a party in 1973, and he eyed this woman, Patrizia, and asked his friends, who is that beautiful girl that looks like Liz Taylor? Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Here we go. Here we is go. Is this Gaga? Is it her? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So her name is Patrizia Rajani. She she was like a mini Liz Taylor lookalike, like the short, okay. adorable, really dark hair, yeah, petite, ad- okay. adorable. Okay, let's disclaimer this. I think Patrizia is an absolute piece of trash, but she does have some amazing lines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what's her sign? Oh, she is a Sag. Okay. And he okay. is a Virgo. Mm, no, 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 no. Poor little guy. No, no, no. no. Okay. 
No. Okay. So he is not a great person either. And I will talk about that. <gasps> okay. So they started dating. And then when she was interviewed later, she said she thought he was a loser because he turned up in a small car. And although she agreed to start dating him, she insisted that he buy her a Ferrari. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's the kind of person she is already. Yes. Okay. That's Patrizia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she said later, like when she was interviewed, I'd rather weep in a Rolls Royce than be happy on a bicycle. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. She's but shallow. It didn't, it didn't matter. Maurizio was smitten, you know, done. And yes. Okay. So, okay. So Rodolfo, his dad, right? Yeah. Was convinced that his son was marrying a gold digger. I mean, where's the lie? Yeah. She put it right out there. Yeah. That he cut off his funds. And asked the Cardinal of Milan to prevent Patrizia and Maurizio's marriage. Ooh, uh uh-oh. I mean, it didn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. They eventually got married and then had... That should be dramatic enough. That should be the end. 500-person wedding. Oh. Wait, so who's funding this? Did did Rodolfo give up and give him his money? Okay, so... He probably had his own... He's he's working for Gucci because Aldo gave him a job. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So even though he his like funds got um, ended, that his like is his family fund, but like he's working okay. for Gucci. Yeah, it must be okay. high up. I mean, yeah. you have to oh, be. Yeah. Of course, yeah. <sighs> All right. Okay. So now back to the business. So in the eighties, this is when the Gucci family like saga it's sort of like erupting in the news. Okay. okay. So Paolo Gucci, another son of Aldo. So Aldo mm-hmm. is running top head of Gucci right now. Got it. He tried to launch his own brand called Gucci Plus. Like, he just wants to use the Gucci name, but not... They need to stop doing that. I know. Like, come on. And Aldo, because Gucci in America was doing so well, and like I said, it was sort of like a fringe business. Yes. And so there was like these tensions now. Who's... Oh. Okay. Okay. In order to ease the tensions... The Gucci Group was consolidated and became a publicly traded company. So now all of these like oh. Gucci Plus, Gucci America, Gucci, are under okay. like one umbrella. Okay. Oh, got it. And they're called Gucci O Gucci, like SBA or something. Mm-hmm. And then in 1988, Maurizio sold basically 48% of Gucci to a Bahrain investment company, and Damn. they were pissed. Were they in need of money? Was yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't write this down, but this is just from my memory. So the way it was, was that Gucci was licensing their, you know, logo. So they were just getting, like, licensed for, like, random ass, like, keychains. And, like, it wasn't feeling as luxurious as Maurizio felt it could be. Interesting that they would do that. Because that would never happen now. The goal was to, like, rein it in. Okay. Yeah. And, like, make it luxury, make it exclusive again. Mm-hmm. Keep the quality high. Because, you know, licensing, you do not have any quality control. Right. So here they are trying to get it back. Okay. okay. So then in 1983, Rodolfo died, and Maurizio took control of the family firm and quickly floundered under his <gasps> leadership. And Patricia told the press, my husband was like a pillow. He carried the imprint of the last one who sat on it. Like, she was married (gasps) to him and said this. Damn. She does not care for him. Like, she probably just thinks he's like this little weak guy. 
Exactly. Okay, so her life at this time was waking up at 11 a.m., being driven mm-hmm. around in a Bentley, and then Stop. attending or hosting galas. Like, Sign know. me up. <laughs> but not not for – I don't want to be, you know, that evil of a person. Yeah, but, like, sure. that sounds great to me. Yeah. Okay, so right now, Maurizio and Aldo – so Maurizio – is the nephew and Aldo is the uncle, right? Yes. So Maurizio took over the company's like direction and then basically forced Aldo out. There, <gasps> I'm not, I won't get into it, but basically, yeah, he was forced out. How? And he That's crazy. Yeah. Gucci was his life. Yes. And no one could have done it better than him, probably. Yeah. And he seemed just like a nice old happy guy yeah and this one family friend that they interviewed in that documentary was like they would clash so much and everything was done behind each other's backs but when they were together they were like it was like an italian wedding everyone was like kissing and hugging each other (gasps) and laughing that's bad yeah oh that's awful okay so something's happened whatever i won't get into it but (laughs) maurizio got found forging documents for like taxes so he was sentenced to a year in prison for tax evasion. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, come on. Yeah. I but, just, that but kills me. He fled to Switzerland. <gasps> oh, Jesus. Okay. And was like fighting it. This is crazy. Oh, he my God. In the documentary, they were like, he hopped on a Vespa and went to Switzerland <laughs> when he got the news. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Isn't that okay. crazy? Okay, so this is too much. This is too much. Hopped yeah. on a Vespa through the Alps. Yeah. Meet me. Yeah. Gotta get away from the Went feds. to Geneva. And like basically, <laughs> you know, Switzerland is neutral, you know. So Yeah. And he he had enough lawyers and people to like fight and I think they got it. Jeez. They either came to an agreement or something, I forget. Anyway, Yikes. that happened. And mm-hmm. so you know, his marriage had a lot of turmoil. Patrizia right. wasn't like the best and he sucks. So <laughs> I think could be a match made in heaven or could be awful. Yeah. And this <laughs> you is know? like no, these are like two yes. people and he was having affairs and I think she was just mm. like hating him and thinking yeah. he was weak and yeah. Things like that. So then Maurizio had enough. You know, she's talking to the press about him being a, yeah. you know, <laughs> terrible leader or whatever. Yeah. And so he packed his bags for a business trip in May 1985 and never came home. Oh. He just abandoned them. Oh, my God. Do they mm-hmm. have children? Do yeah, we know? they have two girls. And <gasps> the girls were friends with JFK and Jackie <gasps> Oh my God! Okay, yeah. no, because there is the Jackie Gucci bag. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a classic. Like, I love mm-hmm. that shape. Yeah. Okay. I I was like, do I talk about like the different bags? I'm like, no, who cares? But <laughs> I did talk about the bamboo one. But um, there's just so many iconic pieces that they have made. You know, like the belt. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, the loafer. The you know. God, it's also good. I the know. sunglasses. <laughs> this, yes. <laughs> they eventually got divorced in 1991. And she was unwilling to accept that it was over after the divorce. And she okay. continued to call on my husband. And she was not content with the 900K pounds per year. No. 900K, yes. 900,000 pounds a year. Yes. She's not, that's not enough. No. In 1991. Mm-hmm. Money. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Millions. Okay, so what did she, did she fight for more? Did she get more? 
just to go back. Okay, so from 19... So, right, they got divorced in 91. But also in 91 to 1993, Gucci's finances, like, they still had debts. And so oh. Maurizio Gucci was blamed for, like, spending, you know, company money. Oh, God, what a yeah, mess. it was all just a mess, yeah. So they got an investment group to buy 50% of Gucci o Gucci from Maurizio in 1993. And basically just, that was the last, he was the last person in the Gucci family to participate in Gucci. Oh, oh, Ending whoa. the dynasty that's of three generations. Uh. Wow, that's mm-hmm. a shame. I mean, yeah. that's awful. Yes. So, in 1995, a man with slicked black hair, very well-dressed man, shot Maurizio at point-blank range in the foyer of the Gucci offices in Milan. So even <gasps> though he doesn't own Gucci yeah. anymore, he still works there. Okay. Okay. The first guesses are Maurizio Gucci was shot because of his his debts and because he was, you know, shady, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So that's where they went. So we, we never know who this person is? Maybe I'm jumping the gun. Okay, hold on. Huh. During this time, Patrizia gets interviewed and she says, Some people <gasps> die in their bed, some people die in the street, and some people have the privilege to be killed. Oh! whoa she said that to italian like i just got chills that is the most unfeeling and creepy thing Mm -hmm. even if you have nothing to do with it you better help yourself here and make sure no one thinks that you had something to do with it okay oh god so then two years pass they haven't arrested anyone but thanks to an anonymous tip Mm -hmm. the chief of police eventually figured out it was patrizia (gasps) oh And they developed this sting operation known as Operation Carlos. I don't know. So they figured out that it was Patrizia. <gasps> Literally her or someone she hired? Okay. Please hold. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about how and why. Okay. Yes. So what they unraveled was wild. Okay. So before his death, Maurizio was engaged to be married to Paola Franchi. She was, you know, a much younger woman. So okay. Patrizia mm, felt threatened. Me or no one. Yes. Well, she felt threatened losing her social and financial position should, you know, Maurizio remarry. Yeah. So <gasps> she consulted her friend who's a clairvoyant slash astrologer. <laughs> Sounds like us. Fuck. Pina Oriema. <laughs> and Pina is the one who found Benedetto Caraulo. And he was this just, like, everyday guy who owned a pizzeria and had, like, a lot of debts. And (gasps) he was contracted. (gasps) A random person? Yeah. Oh, that's a gamble. You know, you walk up to a random person. Hey, do you want to kill Maurizio Gucci? Yeah. Do you want money? Do you want six figures? Here you go. Yeah. So (laughs) Patrizia is, like... I didn't know about Oriema hiring Chiraulo, you know, and... Didn't know a thing. Didn't know a thing, and now, and she's, like, blackmailing her now. Blackmailing (gasps) Patrizia. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Oriema is like, "Mm, no, you definitely told me that. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely agree to that. (gasps) So now she's called the Vedovanera, the Black Widow, by the press. And, you know, they're like... This I'm is sure it, fucking crazy. It, Italian tabloids are like going crazy, you know. Yeah. 
the following year, she was convicted of soliciting the murder of her okay. husband and given a 29-year sentence. 29? And Oriema received 25 years. And listen to this. In 2011, she turned down a chance of moving to an open prison, Patrizia did, because it was expected that inmates are, you know, supposed to work. And she said, I've never worked in my life and certainly not going to start now. Oh, oh my God. She is the most pride I've ever, like, I... She's fucking crazy. She's, this is unfathomable. I know. Her personality. I know. What a crazy person. I know. And Chiraulo was jailed for life, and okay. he had a getaway driver oh. and hotel porter. I, I won't say their names, whatever. They all got sentenced and wow. jail time. So after, listen, listen to how fucking crazy she is. Okay, so after <laughs> Reggiani's lawyers tried to like appeal her conviction yeah, and said that she had not been able to organize a murder because she had a brain tumor at the time and oh. was therefore not supposed to be <gasps> held accountable for her actions oh okay and then it just magically disappeared no they she did have surgery to get it removed okay she, so she actually mm. did have a brain tumor but like okay. what the hell no way you sorry crazy. if you're if you're functioning in every other aspect of your life yeah sorry that's good I try know. but no not, I know. not gonna happen i know whoa so she, now she's out I think she got released in 2016. Oh, my God. You know, serving her time, and she had good behavior, so she didn't serve the full 29 years. Okay. And so she says <laughs> about her time in San Vittore Prison in Milan, I had a great time there. There were years of peace. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. God, so I wonder how old she is now. Okay, continue. She's Sorry. She's 72, I think. Young. Yes. Still. There's this great quote that I found from an article, and it says, Living proof that the rich and powerful rarely suffer fatal criminal justice blows, even when they're found guilty of heinous crimes. She's a tabloid-ready figure whose defiant lack of remorse makes her a mesmerizingly grotesque monster to behold. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like, mm -hmm. that's why monster. we're talking about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And then another time she was interviewed, the interviewer asked her, Patrizia, why did you hire a hitman to kill Maurizio Gucci? Why didn't you shoot him yourself? <laughs> good job, journalist. And she goes, my eyesight is not so good. I did not want to miss. <gasps> oh, in an interview. That... In an interview. She doesn't care. That's fucking crazy. In another interview, mm -hmm. she says, that she was available again, and she hoped to return to the Gucci company. And she said, <laughs> they need me. I still feel like a Gucci. In fact, the most Gucci of them all. Oh, my God. A psycho. I just have chills. She's like an evil stepmother. Yeah. Like, that is psycho. like an evil person. <laughs> I know. Okay, so then. I'm the most Gucci of them all. So then, you know, they started filming. Yes. House yeah. of Gucci. Oh, God, she loves this. And now Gaga is her. And she's like, yes. yes. Okay. So then um, she got interviewed by, you know, some Italian media person or whatever. And so now, yes, she is 72. And she said she's upset that Lady Gaga didn't come and meet with her and calls it <gasps> disrespectful. <laughs> okay. That's disrespectful. Okay. 
not murdering or soliciting yes. a murder. Yeah. You know. Of your ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> that so. is what An a kook. absolute. To say the least. Screw loose. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm like, you know, when you hear about serial killers and all these, when you're like, mm-hmm. where did it all begin? Like, yeah. why did she become I think she this? she grew up poor. And then she mm. she hit her head. She was <laughs> one day, and then that <laughs> she peed her bed for a while. <laughs> yep, set uh, killed some animals, some, and some then squirrels. lit <laughs> fires, and was yep. an arsonist when she was little. Yeah, <laughs> you know the triad, whatever that is, I that know. creates a, a killer. I know. So, <laughs> but yeah, so wow, that is the story of Patrizia Reggiani and Maurizio Gucci and the House of Gucci. Wow, Kate, that was really good. Thank you. Now we know what the movie's going to be about, yes. and it's going to be great. We're going to have the inside I am scoop. So excited because yeah. I feel like it's going to be so glam. I know it's going to look great. I'm excited. Fun. I'm. I love that it's Gaga. I know that is a fun role for her. Okay, so the Gucci family is not participating in this, but Gucci is. They like lent. Their archives are open to that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, the brand... Right, because I forget yes, that the separate. family... Mm-hmm. Yes, they're yeah. no longer in control mm-hmm. now. Okay. I mean, Fun. there might be a family member working there, but I know that they yeah. do not hold, you know, majority stake anymore or anything like okay. that. Okay, got it. Yeah. Wow, that was great. So, do you mind if I get started Please. on my mini topic oh that I know you're going to love? <laughs> you're really going to love this. Okay. Because we've been talking about how we feel like watching a certain movie lately... Okay. We've been talking so about So I'm going to talk about, <laughs> you know, that's all we talk about. Uh-huh. I'm going to talk about a certain building on the Isle of Capri today. <gasps> I'm going to talk about Casa Malapart. Casa. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. I'm not an architecture expert here, okay? okay. Just for the record. So I'm going to describe this building that I'm... It's featured heavily in a French movie in Jean-Luc Godard's Le Mépris in, mm-hmm. from 1963 with mm-hmm. Brigitte Bardot, which is a fucking good movie. Honestly, that movie did things to me. Everyone, feel if you want to feel something and look at something beautiful, yeah. you watch this movie. And if you want to feel you know, artsy and cool, you watch this movie. Yes. The Contempt in English. If you... It's eye candy, sweeping views of southern Italy, and, and in this movie. The, speaking of scores, because you know I love. Movie oh score. yes, yeah. One of the best movie scores. Top notch, just magic. I know. And so featured heavily in that movie is this building on a cliff on the Isle of Capri. So we're going to mm. talk about mm. this Great. building. Okay. It's a house, a private yes. residence. So before, if you haven't seen photos of it, you know, look at our Instagram, we'll post it. But I'm going to describe kind of what it looks like. So it's very, it's a modern building, long rectangular, and -hmm. it's like faded red. It looks Mm -hmm. like almost concrete, like stonemason. Yes. So it's high up on this cliff overlooking Mm -hmm. the Mediterranean, almost like it's going to fall off. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like it could just just tumble down into the sea. Mm-hmm. On the back end, it's like looking into the trees of the island. Beautiful. It's really rustic. Mm-hmm. There is nothing nearby. And on this rear end... Isn't it like the... suppo- really hard to get to? Yeah, yeah okay. I'll talk about it. 
I'll talk about those details okay. because it's kind of wild. Okay. It's in quotes. On the back side of this house near the trees, there is a reverse pyramidal staircase that takes up the entire facade mm -hmm. going down. You know, it's from the foot of the building all the way up to the roof, yes. which is long and flat. Yes. Just like sweeping. Up. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Like a pyramid. You know, like mm -hmm. imagine, you know, like a pyramids in Mexico. Yeah, like a people, You know, like yes. they go all the way up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're okay. standing on this roof... You look out to the sea, and it looks like nothing is impeding there's no your walls. vision. Yeah, there's no, no walls. Yeah. You can walk right mm -hmm. off the side. Yep. No children, down, no right dogs, no animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bring those no. folks up there. Don't even drink too much while you're up there. Yeah, you know? seriously terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but go lay out. Enjoy. Yeah. Like so, Brigitte. Yes. Oh, mm. nude. Preferably nude. Mm. Mm. It's the only way. <laughs> so this house sits on a cliff. 32 meters above the sea overlooking the gulf of salerno mm -hmm. which like just imagine Ew. blue you know? mediterranean Ew. like Disgusting. you don't even need to know what that Hate gulf it. looks like <laughs> yeah disgustingly beautiful mm -hmm. <laughs> so it is on the eastern side of capri mm -hmm. and it is one of the best examples of modern italian architecture and is like incredibly iconic Mm -hmm. Not only in Italy, world round, this place. Okay. The original owner is mm -hmm. Curzio Malaparte, okay. which I'll explain his name later. So he was born Kurt Eric Sukert in 1980, nope, in 1889, <laughs> okay. and was half Italian, half German. Oh, okay. He is maybe not a good guy because okay. he was an early supporter of fascism. Ew, Okay. You Yikes, suck. yuck. Uh -huh. However, he was stripped of his party membership in 1933 and sent to internal exile for five years in Italy. Not sure why. I like okay. that article that I read okay. didn't go into that. So now he has this German name, Sukert. Mm -hmm. He takes up the fake last name of Malaparte in 1925, oh, okay. which means wrong side. And it was a play on Bonaparte as in Napoleon Bonaparte, okay. which means good side in Italian. So he's bad side, <gasps> Malaparte. Okay. Thanks to his connections and friendship with Galazzo Ciano, Mussolini's mm -hmm. son-in-law, okay? Oh. He was freed in 1938 from this internal exile, okay. and he buys some land on the most beautiful and remote eastern side of Capri. Mm -hmm. And he commissions Aldoberto Libera, one of, if not the most, like, powerful and influential Italian architects of the time mm -hmm. to design him a house on this cliff. However, they do not get along. Okay. Almost immediately, he fires Libera and oh, decides gosh. to do it himself with the help oh, of a God. local stonemason, Adolfo oh, Amitrano. I know. Okay. Isn't that amazing? He could have had this architect. Anyone. And now yeah. he, he's fired and he's like, let's, oh, this local guy, he's mm -hmm. very capable. Let's do this. Okay, now I'll tell you okay. how to get to this house. Okay. You can either A, get to boat. it via a 50-minute walk or by boat, but only when the sea is calm because you might crash into Absolutely the cliff. terrifying. Okay. And then if you take the boat, you have to walk up 99 steps that have been carved mm -hmm. into the stone mm -hmm. side of the Br cliff. Brigitte goes down there. Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So he, Malaparte, passes away in 1957, mm -hmm. and then it's left abandoned 
and it suffers from neglect, wow. the elements, mm-hmm. vandalism, which I have a question. How dare you? <laughs> Don't do that to this house. Ugh, it's just too amazing. Okay. And then... I'm going to say hot take. I do what? not think it is beautiful. It's not beautiful. I I'll think agree. the significance of it is very great. Right? Yes. It's eye-catching for sure, but it's, it's not a pretty house. But would I no. say, like, would I want that house or anything like it? It's like pretty brutalist, you know? It's like, yeah. just like The inside edges. looks amazing. Yeah. The inside, you know, looks great, but the outside, it doesn't really, it looks, yeah. well, by the time when Le Mapli filmed there, it had already been in a little bit of disrepair because he died yeah. like 10 years earlier. Okay. So that you can tell in the movie, it doesn't yeah. look well maintained. It doesn't look nice. Yeah, it just so, is like beautiful, beautifully placed, beautiful views. Yes, exactly, yeah. and like Unusual. interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So fifty-seven, he dies. It okay. falls into disrepair in the eighties and nineties. It's starting to become seriously renovated and like okay. finally taken care of. Before that happened, the building was donated to the Giorgio Ronchi Foundation. In 1972 so I guess it's like not part of the family anymore okay however Malapart's great-nephew Niccolo Rositani was primarily responsible for restoring the house to livable conditions and the original furniture is still there because it was too big to remove and you know how do you remove something like that how do you even get it in to begin with it's amazing yeah I, there is, is it in the Limit Pre? I remember like mm-hmm. these like really ancient, not ancient looking furnishings, but just old. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think they filmed on the inside. They and did. And there's like so, a wall window. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. There is a marble sunken bath. Oh, stop. That it. still exists I have not seen that. and functions. Me neither. I'll I've see only if I seen, can like, find the salon part where they film. Yeah, there's like a piano and like a pre. lounge. And yeah. I'm like, this seems so like not comfy. You know? But I love it. It's like all white and crisp. And then his bedroom and like book filled study are it's still there. intact <gasps> too. Yeah. That's surprising that those vandals never took any. I know. And today the house is used for, quote, serious study. Don't really know what that means. And cultural events. I see the cultural event thing. That's great. The whole time I was reading this, I was like, I just want to go to a dinner party there. Oh, my God. Please. On the roof. roof, Under the stars. Mm -hmm. Just a dream. And then I'll I'll leave you with this last little thing to, like, solidify its magic. Okay. There have been fashion shoots there for various brands you have like louis vuitton did a shoot there dior oh my God, really so many ads there's like mm-hmm. a emma stone i think it must be i think she's a dior girl i don't remember yeah, she's louis vuitton louis vuitton okay uh-huh. then she has an ad there i remember for like oh a God. perfume or something and it's fun yeah you can see her inside in the big window and then it was a huge source of inspiration for Karl Lagerfeld when he mm. visited in the 90s. And I'll leave you with this quote mm. about Kasama part. He okay. says, The moon, when it came out, slid down the famous stairs leading to the flat roof of the house, the magic terrace floating high above the sea. Wow. That's it. Like, I don't care how what this house looks like. I need to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to go and I need to sit on that terrace and I like know. it's worth the have hike. the moon and the sun shine 
down on me. Mm-hmm. And Cute. it's just so special. You've seen it, right, from afar? I've seen it, yeah. I have never. I've never been to Italy, yeah. so I've never. I've seen it. Cool. It's like, oh. yeah, it's just remote. I don't know. Yeah, it just is very random. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could, I, w- I, would, I would say nothing hits like Italy and <laughs> almost nothing hits like Capri. Yeah. God, I can't wait yeah. till I experience someday. Yeah. But yeah, so that's mm-hmm. the story of Casa Malaparte. It's not called Villa Malaparte because okay. that sounded too pretentious to Curzio. <laughs> he thought it was too pretentious. So Casa. Okay. Casa. <laughs> yeah. Casa yeah. <laughs> nice. Cute. Thank you. Oh my Thanks. god, we were just talking about how we have to watch yeah. the contempt again. Yes. So oh like, yeah. I feel like that kind of I watched it on maybe like a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> in the beginning with the gods in the sky. I know. I mean you guys everyone one of, one of the best films ever, I would yeah. say. Brigitte, she works. She does it for me. I adore. She does it for me too. Oh, she's she's one of those like sexy, cute, beautiful creatures that mm-hmm. you just stare mm-hmm. at. You have to stare. Mm-hmm. She's and it's great. not a happy movie, obviously. It's mm-hmm. called The Contempt, but oh, just what a moment! You know, yeah. it was a true moment. And there's this part where I think it's his name is Michel Piccoli. I think that's the name of the main guy. Her husband or in it. He goes up the stairs, but there's this pattern that he doesn't go straight. He goes, yes, and he's looking for her, and he kind of like calls her name, and he's like kind of like meandering the the stairs. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. wow, that's an iconic yes moment. I'm mm-hmm. sure you to the if roof. You, no, if you've <laughs> seen that, you've seen that clip. Maybe you n- didn't even realize it was the uh-huh. movie. Like I, I think I knew, yeah. what, and I was like, oh, it's this movie. Yeah. I didn't really realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very anyway, special. everyone watch that movie. So fun. Okay, and we'll share photos too. of this house. Yeah, absolutely. Are you ready for a word of the day? Uh, recommendation? Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> what do you have for me? Okay, so for me, I'm cheating. A little cheater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to recommend the documentary I watched. And it's oh, called- good fashion victim the last of the gucci's that's a kind of a silly name fashion victim but it's dumb yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's very tabloidal i would say like the way it's portrayed got it the gucci's and whatever they interview a few family friends they interview patrizia that's you know it's a way she's got I mean, I know she's an actual monster, but she has this brown lip liner with oh. nude lips and then gloss. <laughs> and she's saying oh my like, God. how she would rather be crying at Earl's Royce yeah. than, <laughs> than happy on a bicycle. Than happy on a bicycle. <laughs> oh my God, that's yeah, good. So I want to see that. Watching that, I was like, wow, Lady Gaga, spot on good Mm -hmm. that's so fun Mm -hmm. i'm here for that Mm -hmm. so okay good it's literally like 48 minutes like it's very short and it's on prime okay oh good okay yes that sounds juicy so yeah i'm a little cheater cheater (laughs) um uh how or like what (laughs) what is your recommendation this week 
Okay, well, you can probably guess what it is because I've talked about it nonstop. I'm going to recommend a podcast <laughs> called Sentimental in the City Oh, with Dolly Alderton and Caroline okay. O'Donohue. Yes. So they have a podcast called Sentimental Garbage. Dolly Alderton oh, okay. is British and Caroline O'Donohue is Irish. And they're clearly close friends who are so funny. Like, they yeah. sound like you're kind of sitting in with your two friends. Yeah. And they've made little jokes and I giggle. I really and they love Dolly. She's they're so very cute. British. Yeah. So they have this podcast, Sentimental Garbage. But in a few episodes, they talk about sex in the city, which, you know, mm. nothing hits me more. And I love Sex in the City so much. So they're talking about sentiment. It's called Sentimental in the City. And they seriously dive into each season and i've listened to the first two episodes about the first two seasons mm. and it is just so fun and like mm. you just love sex and city so much yeah. you know sometimes you just throw it on and yep you know all the time i pay throw attention it on. or pay full attention and there's so many things to go through and it's just yeah it's been learn, really fun you learn a lot every time you watch it i feel like you do yeah and of yeah. course there are things that are Don't bad last. now we yeah yeah, yeah. we scoff at mm-hmm. now we are not you know i'm sure the creators would not be proud of things that are in it now yeah it but, was deemed so progressive back then yeah, but it really yeah. Ooh, just very the, straight the matter of like white yes exactly very cis hetero yeah, but you know i focused. still enjoy it so much mm-hmm. um you know all its other qualities that it has given me over the years so yeah. it's really fun this podcast mm-hmm. i love it so much and i can't I wait to continue listening so mm-hmm. everyone listen if you like sex in the city and Kat's or you like british humor has <laughs> been considering getting little kitten heels and wearing them with nike shorts that's where yes. we're at right now <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep into what? Deep what is that? Carrie. Season three when yeah. she runs after Pete. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. And it's if okay, I saw yeah. someone walking down the street with that outfit, I would appreciate it because I know that they're a Carrie. You know the reference. Yeah. Yes. Look out! I'm gonna be that person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so fun. Are you ready for my word of the day? Because I have a really good word of the day. Pronto. That's how so, Italians answer the phone. Pronto? Ready. They don't say buongiorno or anything. Interesting. Like pronto. pronto. Like, talk talk to me. Ready. Okay. Allora, we're going to talk about a word called mozzafiato. Oh. So this is the description. I'm going to read it word okay. for word from you. I got it okay. from the great art, a great article. Okay. Have you ever been to the Amalfi Coast and watched the crystal oh, clear yes, sea crash on yes. the rocky shores? Or seen the Colosseum at night up close when the view yes, is all yours? Oh Have you stood on Ponte della Grazia while the sunset lights up the Ponte Vecchio? Yes. There is only one word to describe it all. Mozzafiato. Oh, Breathtaking, okay. emotionally strong enough to take your breath away. Mm-hmm. Literally meaning strong enough to mozza, cut or chop off, mm-hmm. and fiato, breath. It may sound like breathtaking like perfectly translated Mm -hmm. but it is much stronger than that it -hmm. includes like a quote to tears yes yeah Mm -hmm. it's a more willful and decisive note than just like breathtaking okay it's so strong that it arouses amazement admiration impression each of which startles violently it's like Um, violently breathtaking mozza fiato beautiful 
That's so beautiful. Only that word can exist in Italy, it seems. I know. Italy hits diff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, have you, has your breath ever been taken away until you've been to Italy? Probably not. (laughs) So, I'm dead until I go to Italy. Then I'll awake. (laughs) I know. I know. I mean, France, France hits differently. Yes. But, like, it hits in a different place. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. for, for me, I have never Spain been to Italy. Hits, Spain hits but diff, you know, like Greece France is it for me. Yeah. Really, well, you and just truly. need to go. We need to go to Italy. Yeah. And I told Kat, I was like, you will never be the same when you oh, go to Italy. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. To, to the times in the future when we all can go. <laughs> Those vaccinated future yeah. times. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that well, was really juicy cheers. and very fun, and I can't wait for the movie now. And I'm going to watch the documentary. I know, Lady Gaga. We're rooting for you. Yes. Let's, let's hate you. She's going to kill it. You know. Yeah. Make us hate you. We want to yeah. hate you. I think so. While too. we love you. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone watch Le Mapui. Yes. With with Brigitte Bardot Brigitte. by Jean Luc mm-hmm. Godard because that is. A wild ride. If you want to feel something, piece of art. Yeah. Put it on. Absolutely. Great. And have a good one. Oh, thank you so much. I loved it. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao.